guys and a mic with special special guest Tony. Um, we are doing the NFC West this week, and I'm just fair warning people right now. Things got really chippy in the free lobby. As you can see, we have two Raider fans who obviously hate the 49ers just as much as we hate the Raiders. And that's so tense. I had to put. I don't hate the Niners. Yeah, I have been winning a lot of games. It's just. We differentiate on quarterback opinions, but anyways, yeah, we'll go there. That time will come. You just enjoy not being in the Bay Area anymore. Yeah. So, so, anyways, um, I'm just fair warning during that time segment, things are probably gonna get preheated. Um, so, if you want to skip to the drama, uh, we're doing the Niners last on this particular uh podcast so i would suggest skipping to that if you're all about the drama then maybe you can come back and watch the rest of the podcast but uh we're gonna start things off with the cardinals who i have ranked dead last in the nfl um <laughs> they honestly could go zero and 17 it's just gonna depend i really think against the game against houston um or if they catch a team sleeping somewhere uh during the season so really i i got them probably one in 17 and I do have one question for you guys. Um, by the time Murray's ready to come back at quarterback, if they're like one and seven, oh and eight, something like that, I don't even have them winning a game by the time he comes back. Yeah, would you would you let him play, or would you just say, okay, we're gonna scratch this year. Let's just go ahead and get the number one pick. Now they won't need a quarterback, obviously, because they have their franchise quarterback, so they could use that number one pick. They could trade it. Because obviously people are always falling in love with quarterbacks coming out of college. They can probably get a great haul and maybe start that re rebuilding process. Um, I, I am disappointed that they didn't find a trade suitor for Hopkins. I think just straight up letting him go was a big mistake. I would have pretty much just taken anything anyone would have given me. But, uh, Tony, let's start with you. Um, what you got on the Cardinals? I like the approach you just outlined, and I think that's what they should do. Uh, only because, like, going into their bye, I have them 2-11 and 11 going into the bye. And they have a late bye. So they're 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 just a team that's shattered. Kyler Murray is going to come back from this devastating knee injury to a mobile quarterback. I don't even think they should bring him back at all this season if they haven't won one game in the first, what, five games. I have them beating the Rams at home. And that's assuming Kyler Murray comes back. Um, but I have them basically losing out through the bye week. They beat Atlanta only because Atlanta's young, still getting their thing together. But if they can't have Kyler Murray on the field, I agree with you, Scott. They're going to be a very, very low, low, the worst team in the NFL. I have them going 3-14. and 14. Um, So that's my opinion. I, I agree with exactly what you just outlined. They should just tank to get the number one pick because they can use that to get so much draft capital. It's not even funny. They don't need a quarterback. Everybody wants a quarterback. Yeah, unless they fall in love. Defensive. And even and even if don't forget they got a new regime now, new head coach, new GM. If for some reason off the wall they decide Murray is not the way they want to go, Murray's contract's too big. Another team's not going to want to take that over. Mm -hmm. So whether they want to or not, I think they're stuck with Murray. Um, I think Murray gives them the best option though. But I, I agree with you guys as far as the record. I I think their best shots of winning any games are uh, between weeks ten and twelve. That's Atlanta, Houston, and the home game in Arizona against the Rams. I think that's their best shot of winning any games of the season. Yeah. They have no team. Like, look at the wide receivers. They got rid of the number one wide receiver. 
Zach Ertz is always hurt. Marquise Brown hasn't been good since he was in the Ravens. And it, it had, I, he was the number before he got hurt. He was the number six receiver last year. Yeah, he he was. Yeah, doing, but Kyler Murray's not that good. Period. And like, he did that. And you can't say, oh well, that's because Hopkins was Hopkins was there. He did that before Hopkins came back. Yeah, true. But I still don't like him. He would do way better again with the Ravens. Running back is where they need help, though. Hundred percent. James Conner ain't gonna do anything. Yeah, Matt. Dayton, yeah. Matt, um, I got the going two and fifteen. I got the beating. I believe Houston. And I think Atlanta, from what I have. Yeah, um, that's that's it, that week 10 and 11 game. Yeah, they just have – it's just uh, – it's going to be a rebuild. It's it's a full – I'm surprised they haven't tore it down yet. I mean, the Kyler Murray situation, like Scott said, I think that they they will be in the running um, for that number one pick. And I think the other team we're going to talk about in this division is going to give them a run for that number one pick, which is the Rams. But – I, I I don't know. I don't know where they go from here. I, I'm reading a lot of articles, you know, just a lot of uh, beat reporters saying this. Kyler Murray, the actual franchise quarterback, did they make the mistake um, to sign him? You know, um, I like to, I like uh, I like to call him Warzone Murray because you know he likes to play a lot of Call of Duty. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just do they have the franchise quarterback on this roster? They said he could be traded, and they can take on some of the contract for the team that's going to take on the contract. Um, I, I don't see this team being anywhere near competitive for the next like four to five years and and that's yeah. generous so they're they're in a lot of flux right now we'll wait and see to like tony said do they get a lot of draft capital for the number one pick or do they just end up moving on for murray and um taking one of those top five four or five quarterbacks uh like they could i mean they could do year. both they could move on for murray still have that number one pick plus get picks for murray well oh, who, who would okay if you were to if but were to exactly Caleb Who's going to take Murray? Yeah, that's that's the question. Who's going to oh, need a quarterback? A thousand percent see the Raiders doing it. Don't you put that evil <laughs> on us, Ricky Bobby. Oh, you think better than Jimmy G? In a box, put it underneath the <laughs> You just don't get me started, bro. Mm-hmm. Wait till we get to the Niners. You guys, I can cut see the it. Sign Jimmy Garoppolo. Nothing's out the fucking windows when it comes. I know to nothing's out the window, but yeah. don't you put that evil on us, Ricky Bobby? No way, bro. No. So you'd rather way. have you'd rather have Jimmy over uh, Kyler? I'd rather have neither. I'd rather just tank and not play a single game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, really, I don't really know what else to add to this Cardinal conversation. I don't really have much to even speak on them. Uh, I do think I do think I'm interested to see how Randall. Uh, Rondell Moore is going to do. Oh, Rondo. Uh, huh? Rondo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am interested to see how he's going to do as the number two wide receiver. Um, you know, they might have their wide receivers set in place right now. Uh, but uh, then again, you have Colt McCoy, who's supposed to be uh, the quarterback till Murray comes back. Yeah, and- I'm hearing him and uh, Clayton Toon are battling this season yeah, to start Clayton, the year. Clayton and, and- five, round five pick. Yeah. And when you got a Clayton Toon and, and, Cole McCoy battling now for who's going to be the starting quarterback week one. But, I mean, I'm hearing a lot of rumors that Kyler Murray can be ready, like, I mean, middle of the year. I mean, I'm hearing, like, week five, six. But, like Scott said, do they they let him play if they're 0-6, 0-7. I think they will. They'll give him a couple so games. I, I, was to reading, see how he is I was reading that he's going to be ready in September. And so week three yeah. or four September, not week five or six. I mean, five, six is different than three and four. Because if you're 0-3 and you think Kyler Murray could bring you back, you play. 
But I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they bring him back. I don't think they should. I think even if he comes in that early, I don't think they push it and and bring him in too quickly because he's a he's he is a one hundred percent mobile quarterback. Everybody knows that. With the knee injury that he had, the first wrong step or wrong hit he takes, especially if he comes back not fresh or not one hundred percent, it's just going to ruin his career and it's going to ruin any of their chances of trading him away or getting getting some capital for him. Like Mike said, they have two two pathways for capital and that's the first draft pick if they're able to tank all the way down and beat the rams to the first pick or get 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 out of murray get out of that contract with murray and move him over somewhere else but if he fucks himself up they can't get out of that no one's well, gonna say it say murray does come back week six here's their first five games at washington home against the giants mm-hmm. home against dallas at san francisco and home against the Bengals. lose all of them doesn't matter oh and five so for them to even be in the playoff hunt, if Murray comes back week six, they're going to have to go, what, nine and three, the remaining games? Yeah, they don't have the roster. Yeah. To, to yeah, even be the in the playoff either. hunt? At, well, that point, at that point, they're not going to be in the After five well, weeks. Think about it, like, even like, go with what I said. If he comes back week three, week three, Dallas, San Francisco, the Bengals, the Rams, they're only winning zero of those four games if he comes back in week three. So, well, he's not the game changer there. Here's the other thing, Tony, is this new head coaching, you know, they need to see if if Murray's also going to work in their offense. Yeah. Uh, that, mm-hmm. I think he, he's, regardless of the of their record, he's going to probably end up having to play because yeah. he's going to work with what they want to do at the quarterback position. And, you know, it may come down to they may try to transfer him from – so you know, less mobile to more of a pocket passer. Um, maybe they're just trying to do more rollouts with him. One of the um, the complaints is they didn't like Cliff Kingsbury's play calling. They didn't like the offense that he was trying to run with him. So maybe Murray will have better success under some new uh, play calling. Yeah, yeah. But well, they have to see what they have. Whether it, yeah. like like Scott said, uh, they have to see if he works in the system and if it's not working. At the same time, he's trying out for other teams. No, you know, other teams can get a look at him, see if he still has it, if that leg's healthy. So yeah. if they do go into the offseason next year, you know, maybe the trade market's open for Kyler Murray at that at that point. But let's hope he's in in his little uh, in his little off time that he has right now. He's not playing too much Warzone, and he's actually yeah. fucking reading the playbook. The you guys want to? You guys want to announce the mediocre sign of the week? Hold on, Marlon Mack. Hold on. Yeah. What? <laughs> what can? Murray, if they trade him, I think they get multiple firsts. Though he's young, multiple firsts. I think they get two. Not I think the knee injury that he had, maybe a first and a second. I don't think it's yeah. a first. I could see maybe a first multiple. and a second. Oh no, this I is multiple. This is real life football. No, this ain't fantasy. They they can get at least two firsts for him. He you just tore his ACL. It wasn't a. It wasn't like he tore the whole knee. Just a regular ACL tear. You gotta remember the year before that he took him to the playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was a top. Yeah, but not multiple firsts. Like he hasn't. I I think I think I'm with Mike on this one. One first, not multiple. What? I think it's it's a first in the it's a first in that that year and a second in the following year. I don't think it's multiple. If a 38 year old Rogers can go for a first, <laughs> then like what? <laughs> Tom Murray is it what? Only 24? 25. 25. Yeah, he, so uh, he actually. Oh, shout out Kyler Murray. Happy birthday today. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Kyle Murray. Hope you're healthy. Well, we happy over. birthday, Kyle. No, I'm shitting all over him. <laughs> <Shit> <laughs> Don't stay up too late playing Warzone now. Yeah, I know. Get Hit those books. 
that playbook. <laughs> Matt, what, what were you going to say about the mediocre signing of the week? Oh, Mike said it. Uh, Marlon Mack to the Arizona Cardinals to help that backfield out with James Conner. Oh, yeah, that, that that's going to do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you guys got anything else you guys want to add? Not for the cards, no. I don't, I don't think there's much to argue with them. On to the Rams. Another shit team. Rams <laughs> <laughs> winning three to four games. Uh, bottom five team. And I don't think it's so much their offense. I mean, well, okay, let, let, let me let me let me let me rephrase that. If Stafford and Cup stay healthy, Cam Akers continues to improve the way he did, the offense is gonna be decent. They're gonna move the ball a little bit. Um now Cubs already getting hurt in training camp. Uh-huh. Hammy, yeah. Stafford, Stafford still has the same back issues. If you lose both of them again, that they're going to be terrible. Yeah. You were you were at my house yesterday, and, and what was what were you talking about that? De- I don't want to talk about your news, but go ahead and talk about that defense. I mean that defense. Oh. Like I was telling Tony before we came on, I was like, these the the Cardinals and Rams are going to be the two bottom feeders of the team um, of the NFL. Man, it's just. I was telling Tony, name me three guys outside of Aaron Donald on this starting defensive unit for the Rams without looking, and you, I can't. I, I had to go look at this depth okay. chart to see. I can. What... I can name one guy, and it's embarrassing. One of their starting corners is is Witherspoon. I said three. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> at least you name one. I could have named one. <laughs> and he's not good. He's yeah, he's terrible. They, you know, they don't even have him on the starting. He's third string. I just look at the depth chart. They have him. They have I'm him. looking he's, at the depth chart starting. right now, and he's third he's string. No, he's starting. He'll, he's going to be their second. For order. what they have on that roster, he should be starting. Yeah. But this team is always going to be in shootouts. This team is always going to be down. This team yeah. is not going to stop anybody, especially in this division with the Seahawks and, and Niners. And they have a tough schedule. From you know, I'm looking at it. They're playing a lot of um. You got Cincinnati. a lot of high power. Yeah, you got a lot yeah. of high power offenses. The, the defense, no. defense is going to be able to stop them. Look at, but okay, you play. Seattle twice, San Francisco twice. Both those teams, the offense can put up points. Yep. Besides that, you got the Bengals, you got the Eagles, the Steelers can put up points, Dallas can put up points. Uh, Cleveland's got high expectations this year. You got Baltimore, you got the Saints, who's probably going to be able to put up some points this year now too. And Green I didn't even throw Green Bay in there, yeah, just because well, it's kind of a question mark on how they're going to be. But let's let's take it back to the offseason. How. We all heard in the offseason, McVeigh, we heard he was probably going to retire, you know, the rumors through the rumor mill. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Donald was on the fence about retiring, you know, at the end of the season, but they all decided to bring it back for one more year. <laughs> they should have um, left. They should have. But um, I, I don't see this team doing getting any more Better. than four wins, man. It, it's it's I have tough. Them four, I have them four and 12. If you if you have this defense giving up all these points, you, you're just putting – this offensive line is not great. It's, it's the bottom, like – 20-ish offensive line it's it's horrible and like scott said with stafford with the back issues you're always down you have offensive line is not very good you're asking him to protect stafford you know he's not mobile just one hit man it could be over for him it could be done and i it's just it's a bad situation and i'm afraid of cooper cup this year and i know we don't talk about fantasy but i'm afraid for him like scott said he's getting injured right now with the soft tissue injuries in camp with the hamstring it's just how How's he going to be during the year? It's just it's a lot of questions on this team. I, I, I don't know where it's going, but. What we'll week see. do they start Stetson Bennett? 
Do we think? Well, okay. I don't think. I don't think. Let me ask the response. Let me have one the response. Let me ask the question to Mike's question: Is Stafford getting hurt, or are they replacing Stafford for Stetson? Because either way, yeah. I think they can start the season zero and five. I had them beating the Colts, but I could see them zero and five. And, yeah, and, and, I had yeah. them beating the Colts too, but zero and five. Yeah. So I have, if, I, if this if this team at the trade trade deadline is out of it. And they've said I, I read an article about a month ago saying that if the team if the Rams were out of playoff contention that Aaron Donald could be looked to be shipped and I think I told Scott about that during the offseason, that they can ship Donald and, and Stafford. So I did, I, look, at, if I was the Rams, I would have blown this up. Oh yeah, last year it's a rebuild. It's a rebuild. Yeah. The point you don't have a roster to compete. Nope. Like it just you got a couple superstars. After that, you got a bunch of no names all across the board. After Cup, just nobody to throw Dan to. Dan Jefferson. <laughs> okay. Well, and and yeah, and I don't forget. I mean, Matt's favorite player, Higby. No, I'm yeah. just saying that that's the depth behind. There's there's yeah. there's nothing nobody. there. Now, I mean, the, the Rams they did blow all their first round, early round picks in all the years. trades that they did. Yeah, yeah they, they had a small window. They got a championship out of it, and that's all that matters. That's what they were going for. Yeah. It, it's time to blow it up. Like yeah. they they got their championship. You got your Super Bowl. They're holding it on too long. Yeah. Once you get your Super Bowl, if you know you're not going to be able to maintain that caliber of of team again, you got to blow it up. I mean, when they started losing Ramsey and started losing all these, that that's another thing. Why would you trade your best secondary player if you don't plan on on like blowing it up? Like yeah, like it's like they piecemealed yeah. it. Didn't make sense. And the captain Donald, it didn't make sense. Yeah. Well, okay. Back to Donald. Donald was already contemplating retirement mm -hmm. before, and he's like, "I'll come back." If they say they're going to trade him, do you think he retires or he goes along with the trade? Because it would screw them completely if he retired. Well, I think, I think he nothing with the trade. I think right? he'll go with the trade. You sure? Yeah, I think he will. What Especially if it's, to, if it's, going to, what if like it's to a team that's not competing? No, they can't do that, man, like that. That man's a Hall of Famer. They, if the Rams do Aaron Donald like that and they send him to a, a non-competitive team, that's not I, – I wouldn't retire Ram. I would go in undecided or no no name on my, my Hall of Fame plaque. That, you can't do that to Aaron Donald, yeah. especially what he's done for that organization. That guy, that man's a what? He's a legend. Nine-time nine Pro Bowler is just – he's a walking Hall of Famer, and I don't think they do wrong by him and ship him off to nowhere. I think he'll go to a team that's competing. Yeah, I, I can see the point. Okay, I think Green Bay could use them. I think Minnesota. Mm -hmm. could use them. I think even the Saints could use them. All the three Jets. teams. All three of those teams are really they. They really do need help on that mm -hmm. defense. And, and, and yeah, but you're talking like the first team you mentioned was Green Bay. And the Jets have a lot of cap space though. Not not championship caliber team. No, but they're a team that's still competing. At least he still competing. has. Yeah, that's all that's gonna matter. It's gonna be a team that's competing. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I don't think I don't think Donald wants that. I think he wants it. He wants to go to somebody like the Chiefs, the Bills, the Niners. Like he, the ni Niners. He can help the Niners a lot, bro. I'm he ain't not gonna go either. to Frisco. I would not. I know he's not gonna go to. Money. I know he's not gonna go to Frisco. <laughs> but I mean, he wants to go to a team that, like, now that's a competitive team. That's a team that he he can't just go to one team and say I'm gonna get a Super Bowl with them because there's the so Bengals. many good teams. The Bengals. There's so many good teams that can win the Super Bowl. He has options 
to say like, look, I want to play. I don't think he wants to play for another five years, right? He's already contemplating retirement. Was he contemplating retirement because he's just tired of being on a shitty Rams team? Or was he contemplating retirement because he's like, look, I'm fucking tired of playing already. I'm amazing and I'm not getting anything out of it. I got one thing out of it and I'm done. Well, he what about- be through, he, doesn't be, he doesn't want to go through a rebuild. Yeah. What about Casey and, and pair him up with Jones? Oh. That would be a, dude, oh, don't- I would quit. Don't- don't you put that evil on us, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> or even like you got. I mean, you said the Bills pair. You pair him up with Von Miller. Bills. Yeah, I, 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 I like him going to the Bills. Let's I, if I can see him going to the Jets, man, they cleared that cat space, and, and with the, the trade deadline looming, they got. Picks. He goes to the Jets. Jets Super Bowl. Talking, calling. He, he could, he could take that defense over the top. Um, if he, they go to the Jets. But I'm gonna call my buddy right now on the Jets. I'm calling. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I just. There's not much to like about this Rams team either. They're they're old. Their their stars are now old. They're aging to the point where that goes. Now my now I'm pretty sure McVay is going to be done after this year. My question is, I, I don't think his, he mentally. I don't McVay's think he's going to be in it. No, he'll be he'll be there. He's McVay's a professional. He he's going to be he's going to see it through to the end. My well, yeah, but mentally, I mean, in the back of your mind, he was already contemplating yeah. retirement. This yeah. is the freaking NFL. This isn't Sunday League ball. This oh. is NFL paid. Okay, this, it doesn't matter. You coach, you coach them till you're done. And I don't see McVay. If you look at McVay, the players love McVay. I think because no matter what, he's. A, you could see him last year when they weren't competing. He was coaching the shit out of guys on the sidelines. He was always in it. Like he he was he was very passionate. Till the very last quarter that they played, McVeigh, I don't see him being the type of guy to be like, "Well, I'm, I'm one foot in and one foot out." He, I he was so far yeah. contemplating retirement that he gave his coaching staff permission to go seek other jobs. Yeah, but he decided to come back, so therefore he is going to be committed. He came back for a reason. So I have a question on McVeigh, and it may it may not be a question for the this podcast, but. Why do you think that McVay is contemplating retirement at such a young age? Like, why doesn't he go and get another team and take him to like like Andy Reid did with Philly to KC? Like, why? What competing why team needs a quarterback? I mean, a, a coach. Um, a coach. I don't know. Mm. They're, they're hiring coaches left and right. Dallas. He has. He knows what he's doing. If McVay is he's a seasoned Super Bowl championship coach, and he knows what he's doing. Like, why? Who wouldn't hire him? I like some youngin'. I like what Mike said, man. Dallas. Great offensive mind. Did you see Dallas? Dallas? Oh yeah, Mike Dallas McCarthy's on the hot seat, man. That oh, guy. Yeah, he would take uh-huh. Dallas. McVay would take Dallas to the next. I don't think McVay retires. If he does, I'd like to know why. Like there has to be something behind you. Or does he step down and take a a, a coordinator offensive position. coordinator spot? Mm. He's a great offensive coordinator, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't see him retiring. I, I think that would just like, what do you do then? Like you, your life. If your life, so your head coach. Football's your life. Hey, Gruden's not that old. He's retired. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe he gets an offer from like NBC or something and goes takes a twenty million dollar broadcasting job. But I, I don't know. It's, it, I, I think the two teams that we just talked about. There's, I think there's gonna be a lot of changes. What do you, um, what do you guys think before if we? Oh, sorry, John, before we move on, what do you guys think about Cup? I know this team's gonna be down. They're gonna be slinging the shit out of that football. I don't think he goes past week seven. You don't think he uh, he continues his dominance as a that soft tissue a top wide receiver? Those soft tissue issues, they they let pop me tell you, hundred times before he got season. hurt. This is what he was on target for: one hundred and sixty-three targets, one hundred and thirty-six receptions, 
1,622 yards and 12 touchdowns if he played a full year. That's what it paced him out. Yeah, he's still extremely elite. He's still a top five wide receiver no matter what way you look at him. And look, if, if I am the Rams, I'm pretty much trading every single piece I can before before the deadline. And that, yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. wish the NFL would like I, – I don't know if they need to move the trade lane back. But yeah. Not enough moves when it comes to the NFL. What is yeah, it, week seven, yeah. right? Yeah, it's something. It's it's There's like something stupid as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Halfway mark. Where does if Cup gets traded, where does he go? <sighs> okay, it's hard. It's hard. It's tough. Know, yeah. You got to remember injuries throughout. Mm-hmm. The NFL. Um, another team that could use a really good second wide receiver, the Jets. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I was thinking too. To go with Wilson. <laughs> the Jets, man. Or the Bills. I hate to say it, but Kansas City. Kansas City. Kansas City. Dude, they don't have – you know, their number one would be, what, a number two at best on another team? Yeah. And if, if Buffalo's serious to get over that top, I think if you pair a cup with uh, Stiggs, that would be a deadly combo over there. In actually, Buffalo. when we talk about the Raiders, I was actually going to suggest Devontae Adams to the Bills. Uh, that, that man, he's he's frustrated right now. But that's that's, yeah. that's in a couple of weeks. We'll talk about that later on. Yeah. But, yeah. I, Rams I, did have 15 I, picks, though. Anyone could use cut services. They had the most picks in the day two to three. Uh, out of day two and day three, it was 14 picks Yeah, for the draft. So, Because here's the thing. If McVay does leave, it would be nice to leave the new coach an abundance of draft picks for him. Mm-hmm. Start already. Set the next guy up for success. Yeah. Don't don't yeah. him up for failure. Bro. Exactly. Don't don't just hand him a a a, a pile of shit and say turn this gold. John Gruden? Not a freaking leopard. Yeah. <laughs> John, is that you, Gruden? The Raiders. <laughs> so, uh, anything else you guys want to add? Nah, another shit show. Yeah, I agree with it. All right. Not as, not as bad as the clown show in Arizona, but yeah, another shit show. Yeah. All right, let's move on to a team with a little bit more sauce going on with them. And uh, that's Seahawks. I got the Seahawks winning 10 games this year. I think they're going to be very competitive. I could even see them maybe even winning 11. Um, if Geno Smith, you know, comes back like he did last year and plays the way he did, that offense is going to it's going to be hard to stop. They got three capable wide receivers. They they're, they always run good. They're always a good running team. That defense is young and strong. They are a very underrated defense. Okay, Tom. Whoa. How are you going to – okay, I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> but like, I had to put my hand up. I was like, I'm not paying attention to training camp. Oh, like three of their four running backs are fucking hurt. doesn't matter. Yeah. Pete Carroll, I don't trust – don't ever believe what Pete yeah, Carroll is. That man is he can never. Does not – he's not connected with what's in and what's out. He said Charbonnet <laughs> was going to be out indefinitely. Charbonnet was out for two days and he came back and now he's practicing in full. Tony. Don't, don't ever believe Pete Carroll. Tony. You should know, if anything, from USC. Yeah, <laughs> Tony. When was the last year Seahawks didn't go with a bunch of running backs being hurt? That's true. They hurt every every year. Every year. Yeah, that's true. I shit. There they were really, like, two years back. They had to start Travis Homer, and they were DJ <laughs> Dallas. So good. Yeah. They were DJ still Dallas. Good. Yeah. So they're gonna run the ball. They're gonna be great as as long as Geno Smith stays this Geno Smith and not the one that was drafted. As long as he don't write back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they set this man up for success, man. Like Scott said, he has three elite weapons. Like I'm excited to see Jackson Smith, uh, Jigba, right? 
Jason, yeah, man. That, that guy's beautiful to watch play. Yeah. He's, truth. He's, yeah. yeah. And and Lockett's production is going to drop, I like I think, a lot. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think Metcalf, well, Metcalf, Metcalf is still going to get his. He's by far clear cut the number one. But Lockett, I think, is going to have a huge, mm-hmm. a huge downgrade this year. Well, not only that, he's on the wrong side of 30. You think he's what, 31? Yeah. If you want to check that, he's like 31 going, I don't know if, what he is. 31 going 32 <laughs> or something like that. If you look at Tyler Lockett's stats, he's either like three for 28 or like yeah. 50 for like 30. There's no like in between. Yeah. He's either like not around or he shows mm-hmm. up. It's just- I equivocate Lockett to Harvin when Harvin was ending his career, Percy oh, Harvin. So yeah. I, I I just feel like the older he gets, the slower he's going to be. Not by much, obviously. He's still a fucking speedster. But DK Metcalf and Jackson Smith uh, are going to just dominate this this wide receiver core. Smith's going to leave on top. I think he is. I think it's going to be a wonderful team to watch. But I have him going 10, 10 and 7. So I got the same thing, 10 and 7 for the Seahawks. Same here. Wow, uh, really? Guys, yeah. how long does Pete Carroll stick around, by the way? I don't know, I man. Thought he was going to retire like 10 years ago. As man. long as he's winning, man. I cannot stand the way he chews gum, though. Yeah, up and down, up and, up yeah. And down the sideline. I have watched that for <laughs> a long Oh, I remember when like Seattle would be beating us, and he'd just be like, I'm like, oh, I just want to fucking <laughs> The best, the best parts are, hey, the best parts when they're when they show his face and he's just all looking at the replay board. Yeah, but if you watch him, you would think that he's what he's like seventy eight, isn't he? He's he's getting up there. He's, he's older. older. Yeah, he's, he's old. Uh, but he he still moves around. Like he's got lots of energy and he is. He takes care of himself very well for being his age. I don't see him retiring for another five years. Really? As long as he's winning, as long as he's winning, it doesn't even matter. He goes to the Super Bowl. He's a above five hundred team. He'll stay, and I don't think the Seahawks are going to get rid of him because they have, to, they have too much respect for him. As much as I think, if he keeps staying an above five hundred team, but not a championship caliber team, um, they don't get rid of him, which sucks. Because I think they could they could do more if they had a younger head coach who's use him as advice. I think he's retiring, just going on a yacht around the world and just. Chill. Well, Matt, I know you really I, like to talk about defenses. What do you think about the defense, Seattle's defense? I, I think they're underrated. I, dude, I, I like the offseason moves. They brought back Bobby Wagner. Remember, remember the anchor mm-hmm. of those defense, uh, those Super Bowl teams? They brought him back from the Rams. Um, dude, they brought in Devin Bush, linebacker. Um, I think they brought in Jaron Reed from the Packers, defensive lineman. They even drafted Devin Witherspoon, t- uh, number yeah. five, that man. I, I that, know. I didn't pay attention. Has he signed yet? Because last I knew he had Yes, signed. I think he did. I have to, Mike, if you want to look it up or somebody wants to look it up. I think he did. I think he got a fully guaranteed contract. Not yeah, 100%. He was the last first round pick on yeah. the uh, July 28th, they signed him. He yeah. already signed and he, and he left practice early today with a wrap on his left leg. He'll be all right. Everyone's <laughs> here. Yeah, that's the way it always goes. But I, I like the moves on defense. Uh, you know what You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to, we all know, they're trying to catch the Niners. They're trying to add defensive defensive yeah. people to stop the Niners so but at the same time if there's a team to do it and they got better on offense they took JSN at 20 like JSN was the number one ranked wide receiver in this draft class just based off of um what he did at the combine and, and this man was an elite route runner at Ohio State like I mean 99 percentile route running I think it was I got it rare he's 96 percentile against beating zone and 94 percentile against beating man 
Like yep. he will get open. He's gonna man that slot. Lockett's gonna play on the outside, so is Metcalf, but he's gonna eat up the slot corner so much mm-hmm. this year. And it's gonna take a while. I'm not saying he's gonna start off hot. It may take a, a couple weeks for him to get going. You know, he is a rookie. Um, but I, I mean, by the middle of the season, I can see. Do not be surprised if you see this man going off a few games here and there for the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah I like I like Jackson Smith a lot too. I agree with Matt. I think he's gonna go off. I think that. By them drafting Jackson and having Metcalf and Lockett there, this is really up to Geno to prove that he can maintain his his greatness going forward. I think he was given that second chance, and he shined last year. Now he's just got to maintain it and keep going forward because they're only they're, – to me, their only single point of failure right now is Geno Smith, and that's not a knock on him. It's because we know where he was. We know where he's been. We know what he's capable of not doing. Good year last year, but he's got to do it again. Exactly. Yeah. You're not, you're not, don't be a one-year wonder. Show me man. twice, yeah. Or one-hit wonder. Don't be a one-hit wonder. Show me twice. Well, I and they set him up for success. There was oh, no yeah. pressure last year because Seattle wasn't even expected to make the mm-hmm. post last year. You know, they, they came out of nowhere. And, and again, I think this goes back to Pete Carroll's ability to coach. But, you know, now there's pressure. Now there's expectation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to, to do well and not do well. There's another thing to be get handed all these weapons and be like, okay, mm-hmm. it, it's time to shine. So I actually would not be surprised if Seattle is the third seed team. And if the Niners continue with all their injuries, and I know Niner fans are going to hate this, Seattle could leapfrog the 49ers in the standings if the 49ers lose certain pieces. Yep. So I told it, Scott, I, I see, I can see the Seattle Seahawks competing for this division run. I mean, they're not going to take it. But I can see um giving the Niners like during the like week ten ish, eleven ish, it could be a good little run. But yeah. I think that your Niners will end up pulling away with this division regardless. I agree. Yeah, it, it it'll probably come down to the last well, the 49ers schedule favors them towards the end of the year. They have a mm-hmm. very soft. I think their last three of their last four games are very soft. I think I have it written down. I don't know. Well, look look at look at Seattle's last uh one, two, three, four, five, six. Look at Seattle's last seven games. San Francisco, Dallas, San Francisco, Philadelphia, and then you have the Titans, the Steelers, and the Cardinals. They got four very tough games in a row. Yeah, sounds like a lot of JSN. And that's not when to play physical teams. It's not the end of the year. And yeah. and and their by their bye is week five. That gives them no help there either. No, no. But I we're all in agreement. It's probably double digit win team double digits yeah I, oh yeah i got like, about 10 seven yeah. i agree with what you said scott all it's they are they are one injury away from being the number one seed in this division yeah and that's on the niners i yeah. one one draft pick though that i think you guys will agree that surprised us was uh the running back that they took round two. Oh yeah it didn't surprise me because like i said seattle loves to run the ball like, yeah seattle r- loves to run the ball but um walker Pete did carroll. fine last year p carroll loves the two-back system yep he loves to deploy those two backs whether it was chris carson and rashad penny and remember rashad penny had the number one he had a first round draft capital i think chris carson was a seventh round draft pick or undrafted and after a while i mean chris carson ended up taking that spot from penny because of health but I, I i don't know i i see i see the upside with um with Walker, I see the explosive plays. Everybody's seen it. He, he's a home run hitter. Reminds me of like a Barkley, but a little bit smaller. Um, 
I just see Charbonnet as a more complete back as far as pass catching. He has crisp hands, smooth hands for being a big back, goal line back. I see him being the goal line back. I mean, what is he? What is he? Six one, two twenty something. And I mean, I think he gets goal line work, pass catching works, and so I think Kenneth Walker gets between the twenty work a lot. So, I mean, who who knows? Who knows what Pete Carroll wants to do with her? But we'll see. Oh, and uh, one other thing, Mike, since you say that he was good, right? You said Kenneth Walker was good. He had 17 carries inside the inside the 10, right, last year? Only had two touchdowns rushing. He's not a big guy. He's not going to convert inside the goal line, inside the 10, inside the 5. Well, that backs uh, up what you said. He's going to be the exactly. between the 20s, and then uh, Zach's going to be inside yeah. the 20s. He's going to be the goal line. Yeah. So, But also, 24% of his carries failed to gain one yard. Yeah, he had some. He had a lot of really long runs. He was that he was sixty third ranked among um, among all qualified running backs. Yep, and there's seventy five that ranked out last year on PFF. So he was bottom of the barrel. Like he's hit or miss. I remember him having a couple games. It was like sixteen carries for like thirty eight yards, and he would rip off like a sixty yarder. So he's and like Leonard. Like, Fournette. Oh, he's, he's like Leonard like Fournette when I play you in the playoffs. Oh yeah, but I mean you can't. It's just the home run. You can't rely on that. I mean, if you're not yeah. if you're not getting more than one yard of carry on 24% of your carries, it's not that's not a good maybe that's why Seattle leaned to they looked in the second round, they saw this kid out of UCLA. They're like, hey, you know, this kid was the average of career 5.7 yards of carry in UCLA. Give him, I mean, give I know him a chance, college. see what he's got. Let's give him a chance and let's get him in here and get him next to him. Have a little tag a tag team deal in Seattle, you know. What'd you say, Mike? No, I said draft him and see what he's got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, I'm sure the Seahawks saw these stats and be like, okay, you know, he's not – I don't think they saw Kenneth Walker as a 350-plus touch guy. I don't see well, him. Like Walker, wasn't Walker hurt for a little bit last year too? Yeah, he's always hurt. I think he was hurt in college. He was nicked up a lot last year. He's yeah, he was injury he prone. He's definitely yeah, he was always prone. questionable like every day of the week. I always seen him on the injury report. He's always hurt. So that too, I mean – Pete Carroll loves his running backs. He's done it with Reggie Bush and Lendell White since USC. He loves the big and you know the Thunder Lightning. So, all right, you guys got anything else you guys want to add? <laughs> no, I'm good. All right, now we are moving on to the 17 and 0 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> or if you ask Matt, the 0 and 17. Yeah. So I do have the 49ers going. Wait, to their- whoa. Huh? <laughs> I've never fucking I've never once said that the Niners are gonna go one seventeen. I've never okay, hated on the Niners. Sorry, one in sixteen. Never. I've never okay. Go ahead, Scott. What's your prediction? Yeah. Go ahead. So, anyways, I got the Niners going either 12 and 5, 13 and 4, somewhere in there. They're probably gonna be the number two seed in the NFC NFC behind uh Philadelphia. I still think Philadelphia is gonna end up probably at out for the number one seed. Um, there's always key 49er injuries every year. It's been like that since Shanahan took over. I'm expecting Kittle to miss a few games, maybe Debo miss a few games, some secondary to miss a few games. Um, but the one thing that the 49ers have always managed to do is the next guy up always seems to do well. It's just, it's just. I, I think that also comes down to every single player in that locker room buying into. Uh, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I think he's he's besides Jim Harbaugh, he's probably one of my favorite coaches that the Niners have ever had. I I, I trust in him. Um, but uh, Matt, I actually want to start with you because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you try to shit on Purdy. I'm not. 
kid like, <laughs> all year and then you know why and slap you with the toilet paper don't crown don't crown a guy after what nine games do not crown no a guy after nine games crowning him no one has you are. other than the starter no one's saying he's the next elite quarterback because you don't have to be on the 49ers team all I'm saying is that he is an upgrade from Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. Look, he, I know that. does that Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't do is he doesn't take sacks. Garoppolo always seemed like every time, third and something, Garoppolo's getting sacked because he's not mobile. How many times did you see Brock Purdy escape pressure and make a completion or just be able to get a few yards? Or he was smart and just threw the ball away. That's Something that the Niners didn't have with Garoppolo. Okay, another thing. He only threw four interceptions in nine games. That's something that Garoppolo doesn't do. He takes care of the football. He also didn't fumble the ball. Takes care of the football. I know you're always like, well, it's all about the system. Okay, if it's all about the system, then Lance would be starting. They would have re-signed Jimmy Garoppolo. The fact is, is that they see something in Purdy that they believe is better than the other two guys. Honestly, I think the better quarterback is not starting, in my opinion. You got to give well, what you gave Trey Lance. You got to give this guy another shot. And he he had a monsoon going on in Chicago. You can't judge that game. I'm sorry, there was a fucking monsoon. The, the winds were 30 miles an hour. You could not throw in that game. Next game, it was at home. I can't even remember who it was with. He breaks his leg, or whatever. Like, I think he hasn't been given a fair opportunity to to, to grasp this offense and to. We all saw it though when he was on the field. There were some electric plays that he threw down the field, you know, I mean, I'm not saying he's a great thrower. I mean, nobody's seen him enough to, to crown him that, but I think if you have Trey Lance in the system, it just opens up a whole dynamic that this offense will has not seen since Kaepernick and Kaepernick couldn't throw the ball worth a lit. And I think Trey Lance is a lot better and more accurate. Passer I can agree. Kaepernick. I can agree with the first part that you said. Yes. Trey Lance has not gotten a shot. There's no denying that. It's just been unfortunate situations that have happened. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're going to start who you feel gives you the best chance to win the game. Bottom line, stats really don't mean shit. At the end of the day, it's win and loss record that matters. And you're going to start who gives you the best chance to win the game. Here's the end of the day, there's no further discussion needed than that. Here, here's because wins and losses are what matters. Yeah. Matt, going back to what you said, do I feel that they've treated the situation with Lance Fairly, no, I, I I don't. But from what I've seen with Lance, Shanahan does not. He his calls with Lance were shit. Who takes their quarterback? <laughs> fucking runs him up the middle. That's but yeah. That's you a... have arguably the best run game in the NFL. You don't need your quarterback to run the ball. That offense took off after like okay, Lance's rookie year. He he got to play five games. I was not impressed. With what I saw, and I don't think it was because I think Lance is a bad quarterback. I it's knocking like a lot of it was knocking a lot of rust off because you got to remember he was drafted after COVID happened. Yeah, he had he had played how yeah. many games in two years? Ten games, twelve games, something like that in two years. And that's something that's like that. what I was trying to get at too. Purdy is a four-year college starter. He has the experience coming into the NFL. Yeah, a lot of scouts are like, oh well, this this that. it doesn't matter. Because sometimes all that matters is you're given the right opportunity. Purdy was given the right opportunity. He ran with it. He win. He won with it. Okay. And now I think he's earned the chance to prove that that wasn't a fluke. 
Okay. Like you can't tell me that he hasn't earned the opportunity to start. Uh, I guess he has. I mean, I was just going to say Tony's quiet. Okay. Before, before I'm going to show, I'm going to tell you right now. I know. I understand Brock Purdy, right? What was he undefeated or lost one game for the games that he started last year? I'm going to just sum it. Philadelphia game that he got to, to attempt Four passes. I'm not talking. I'm not. I'm talking about regular season. I'm not talking about playoffs. I'm just talking about regular season. He didn't lose any games. Exactly. The only team that was over 500 during that stretch mm-hmm. was Seattle. Thank Which you, man. Happen. That's exactly where I was going to go. And he that was a close play. game, 21-13. I mean, it wasn't yeah. Seattle. They did beat him. I'll give him credit. What do you, What do you do? I mean, 17 or 26, so, so 217. Who, who was Miami that that he 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 came into a 7-3 game where he was down? He came in and won that game. That game doesn't count. Why? Because talking about starting half the first quarter. He only missed half of the first quarter. He came in and came into a game that they're losing. I'm talking about starting. Like less game. You have less clock. You have less time left on the clock, and you're down. And you come back and win. I'll give him two then. Okay, two wins. Two wins in the last one. Playoffs. Beat the two for six. Tampa Bay. He beat Seattle. Tampa was under 500. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay did not belong in the playoffs. Let's just throw that out there. Mm-mm. Okay. Everyone said that they didn't think Brock Purdy was going to do good against Tampa Bay's defense. Their okay. defense was on the, on the way Every, out. Tampa, said he wasn't going to be able to beat Dallas's defense. Tampa was hurt. That Anton Smith Jr. was hurt. It was a lot of injuries. I remember that game. I remember that game. There's a lot of injuries. For the, the, oh, fact, the fact. Let me put it this way. Can, can I say something real quick? <laughs> Finally. I just I want to raise my hand real quick. Because y'all fucked the Niners up. That's all I was going to put that way. So, Brock Purdy is a slightly, slightly, slightly better version of Jimmy Garoppolo. I will say this, Scott. Nobody was higher on Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo than you. Yeah. I have well, I, I have hated Jimmy Garoppolo for one sole reason. And it's because when the Niners got him, they gave up a lot to get him and to sign him from the Patriots. And I was like, Tony, anything was a lot, right? It doesn't, and it's not. Second round pick is all we gave New England. That's too much for the an NFL ready back- starting quarterback that had the learned behind Tom Brady. Backup quarterback his entire career. It doesn't matter if you're backing up Tom Brady. You play one season and you think you're the, this like elite quarterback. I was like, he's above, he's slightly better than Derek Carr, and Derek Carr is fucking garbage. How are you going to say how even a second round pick for fucking Garoppolo? You were so high on Garoppolo and he really didn't do much. He was injury prone. I knew that from the beginning. And I was like, I, I even told you from uh, like it's not going to go well for the fucking Niners. It's not going to go well. And what he played a few games. He he did take him to the playoffs once. Once? Was it once? No, it was like three no. times, four times. No, when, three or four times. Super Bowl one time. Over for the 49ers, they were one and nine. He won five straight starts. But okay, so point in case, point in case. Hold on. I don't straight. think it was Garoppolo. I yeah. don't think it was Garoppolo. Look. He took over a shit team. I think it's the rest of your team is great. I think the rest of the Niners are great, but they need to stay healthy. Tony, at the time, we were not. We were a one and nine team when he took over at quarterback. He went six and oh, or sorry, five and one when he took over a one and nine team. Yeah, and he's not that good. From then on, he was always (laughs) winning. It's not about like everyone gets so obsessed with stats. Like he doesn't throw for 350 and four touchdowns every game. He, yeah, he won. It's he won. That's it's, all that matters is when you take a quarterback and he wins. That's all that matters. 
And yeah, I've always said this. I've always told one throw away from winning the Super Bowl, which he did he miss. Fucked you guys but, on that. But the defense also gave up a double digit lead in the fourth quarter with half yeah. with like seven minutes left in the fourth quarter they did but they did but that one throw you cannot he who do you overthrow about like seven yards that was wide open he burnt the corner and safety out i just emmanuel sanders yeah sanders yeah but anyways look i know garoppolo gets a lot of hate but the fact is as long as you're winning that's what really that's what really matters okay but check this out Scotty. i will say this now garoppolo i feel is more of a uh system quarterback mm-hmm. and that could be proven oh, yeah and i think played. purdy's the I'm, I'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you i told I've, I've always told scott once jimmy g leaves frisco you will see the real jimmy g yes you mean you guys and will see the real yes jimmy g. yeah but gonna you, everybody's gonna, gonna see it like i told you i've we're told mike has got this it's this it's the system and the people around that surround that quarterback with talent look at all this talent mccaffrey samuel you Kittle, great wait, offensive line. Great. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just no, 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 this? No, 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 no. Great talent. No, no, no. Because I'm great talent. I'm not saying these are elite no, guys. No. Did I say stop. elite? No. Stop. No. Stop. 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 Great talent. No. And I've stop. always said, what are you guys no. missing? Off A great camera. quarterback. No. Matt, stop. Off no. camera, no. you said 49ers have one elite guy, and I guess I'll give it to. Did I say elite? I said great. Mike. What was I said? Great, right now. Tony. I heard him say great. Elite. I and, said right great. Now, no, no, no. And even then I said better, they have even, elite hold on, McCaffrey. Even better. Even oh, better. You God. said Debo's name, and you always shit on Debo. No, he didn't say before. I, before I started naming these guys, I said great. You have great players like McCaffrey. Tony didn't say that. You guys yeah, rewind it. I said great, not elite. He didn't say elite. I, this I awesome. said off camera before I'll, we started. Yes, yesterday I said you only have one elite dude, and I forgot about uh, McCaffrey. That's two guys. Yeah. I think actually Ayuk I- is actually not Debo, but I think Ayuk I- is the one that's going to take a step forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he can he can run routes and Samuel can't. We all know I I, I honestly think Ayuk I- is going to have more receptions <laughs> and more receiving yards and more touchdowns than Debo Samuel. I think he takes over the number one spot. The one thing about Debo Samuel is he's not going to sit there and and route you out of it. He's he's just he's a gadget guy. He's, he's a, gadget guy. He's a fucking Taysom Hill yeah. of the. You NFC get the ball in his hands and he will. And, okay, I, I, I don't think Ayuk gets talked about enough, and so I, I, I want to go on that point too. Like everything Matt said, I wholeheartedly agree with Matt. You Back to my point, team. like, yeah, That's why a great team. Now, and I've always told Scott and Mike, you guys are missing an elite quarterback. Yeah. If you have an elite quarterback, you guys had look at what you're doing with the average quarterback. I, yeah. I think Brock Purdy's average above average quarterback. Jimmy G was an average quarterback, and look what happened. If you guys get, that's why I always said when the offseason happened, if you guys get Rodgers on this fucking team. You guys will win a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, and for however long he's fucking. In t- but I don't. They didn't want to do that because they'd have fucked themselves for Who the cares? long term. Who cares? You're playing like the Rams win. Wanna, Super Bowl. I was just gonna say they would rather the Niners no. will rather be set up for years to come instead of a very short window like the Rams. But we where has that gotten you? What? Where? Yeah. Where does it get you exactly? I mean, it gets you NFC Championship appearances. You guys are great. But let's all let's all be real. What do all Niner fans want? You they would have made have. Super Bowl last year. Injury doesn't happen. Have Niners were in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, I mean, that's two, that's, that's, that's two Super Bowls. That. You guys sign an elite quarterback. You go to the Super Bowl over and over and over again. It, this this oh we're playing for the long term, Mike. What okay, how many elite years? How many elite years does Rogers have? At, that's two, two Super Bowls more than zero. I'm, I'm, and I don't knowing know the injuries years. that have happened, there's no guarantee they'd have made it. 
don't know about elite years. Rogers has two years. Rogers has two years. I don't know if they're going to be elite. Let's just the man's old. He's like forty. There you go. Yeah, but he's better than Purdy. He's elite. Niners did not want to give up what the Jets did to get him. Yeah, but okay. Knowing what you know now, knowing what you know now, and I wish the I wish we would have known this, and I wish anybody, I wish Devontae Adams would have fucking talked to him, and he would have told Adams this. He restructured his contract and got a fucking bunch of money so that he could they could sign people. He probably would have done it whatever team he went to, but the only reason he went to the Jets is because of Hackett. So let me ask you guys: Is Brock Purdy better in the system than Jimmy G? Yes. Yeah. How much? Purdy's, Purdy's a better quarterback than Jimmy G. How much more? In that system or in another system, Purdy's a better quarterback than Jimmy G. Is it enough to get you over the hump? Is that what you guys believe? If Jimmy Garoppolo was taking us to the point where we were almost there, then and we get a slightly better quarterback, and I believe that puts us into the window of yes, we didn't, we don't need to be that much better. What we really needed to do, think about what Garoppolo always did in the playoffs. What was the one thing he always did? Choke. Turn the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Turn the ball over. He turned the ball over at terrible times. So look, look. And the I do say, I do say, Brock Purdy's for being a seventh round draft pick. Brock Purdy's playoff wins were impressive. Yeah, they're impressive Better than most. They're, they're impressive. But look, he beat Seattle look, and Dallas. I and will then... have a different opinion on Brock Purdy after Week Ten, because yeah. what's going to happen? I got to see is, it. I got to see it. I have to see it. And what's going to happen is you guys are going to go four zero. I have you guys going four. I have you guys going a lot more than four zero. But you're going to go four zero, and everyone's going to be like Brock Purdy's amazing. He's going to have the same fucking stats he did against these shitty teams at the end of the season that he did. And then you're gonna be like, "Oh, he's elite! Look, I fucking told you so!" Like you always do, Scott. You do too, Mike. I fucking told you so. He's elite. Four and zero. I want to see how he does in weeks five to ten. Dallas, Cleveland, Minnesota, Cincinnati, Jacksonville. Hey, Mike. I actually have only one loss out of all those teams. So do I, Mike. Okay, you just fucking contradicted yourself, Tony. (laughs) No, Tony. No, I I didn't say. I didn't. I never said they were gonna lose those. You said, "Oh, I I want to see how he's gonna do." You right there said they're gonna have one loss. I got them oh, losing to Cincinnati. And play well. You guys have a team. It goes back to what my, Matt said. You guys have great players. You have hey. a great team. But Brock Purdy can't take you to the next level is what I'm saying. I want to see that he can. I think I gotta, that he needs to prove that he can take you to uh, the Super Bowl level. And I don't think off, he's there. I got a little upset win for you guys. I'll go ahead again. What? When did I say Brock Purdy was elite? I never said he was elite. That, that never, oh, I never said he was elite. It, does, it doesn't. You don't have to say. No, he didn't say he was elite. Everything that Matt is saying. You're trying to argue, I, and by Matt's trying, Matt's trying to tell you he's not elite. You I say, break him around him. I don't think he's fucking elite. I will give you, I, I will give you, he's better than Jimmy G. I think he, is he, he reminds me so much of Jimmy G, though. I don't know. I fucking see Jimmy G with those balls. It's, it's weird. I don't know. I, I see it. I think it's just Shanahan's system. Decisions and Garoppolo. How many times have you seen Garoppolo like pat the ball, pat the ball, sacked? How many yeah, times yeah. blitz last year and got rid of the ball accurately on time? And and the reception was made. Absolutely, yeah. He, he's a, he's a good reader, but I, I, I have I haven't seen it to the point where, like a full season, somebody takes his first second read away. What happens then? He Does can he get happy. Great thing about him, he can move out of the yeah, pocket. I know. Play I know he's he's mobile. That's, that's something that we've been missing. I don't want him to tuck and run. I don't want him to do that. But yeah. one thing one thing that we haven't talked about. Is how good is his arm strength going to be after this surgery? Now he does mm-hmm. look pretty good in camp. All right, I, but how good is he going to be when someone's right in front of his face? Is he mm-hmm. going to tuck it because he's afraid he's going to hurt his arm again? Yeah, I told so, Mike there are he, some, 
there are some question marks when it comes to that stuff. I will admit that. And I'm not sitting here crowning him the next it factor or anything because he has only played nine games. He's technically played just slightly over half a season. Okay. I would like to see what he develops over the course of a second year when people have tape on him. Okay. Maybe some injuries happen because the 49ers did stay healthy uh, during that stretch. I think, he, I think he did lose Debo a little bit uh, for, I think a time. Um, but yeah, I, I will say that. Okay. Here, here's one thing. Is there a short string on him? Let's say he comes out flat for like the first five games. Right, I mean the Niners are still winning, but let's say he comes out flat and he doesn't look like what he was last year. Do you give Trey Lance a shot after that? Hundred percent. I would, but I don't think Kyle Shanahan will. Yeah, I agree. Mike. No. Wow. Okay. I, I I think Lance deserves a shot though. Because I just want to see hold, what hold he on, can hold be. On. Hold on. You have look at the first four games: Steelers, Rams, Giant, uh, Steelers, Rams, Giants, Cardinals. Oh, if you guys go two, two and two, somebody's gonna. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna be answering. Week one, how good Purdy is because that's a good defense over there in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, which is a very tough place to play. They they did not do him any favors coming out the gate. Pickens. (laughs) 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 On our secondary, like you were earlier too, so me and Mike can go ahead. It's just hold hold on, hold on. I got an I got another question for Matt. Injury doesn't happen, Matt. Who wins NFC Championship game? I still go with the Eagles. I still, what? I still think kind of. I thought the Eagles, Eagles. were a little bit better last year. No I, question, I, Mike. I, I think if it had been in San Francisco, it's different. But I really do believe come if a game like that where two teams are perfectly even, like they were evenly yeah. matched all the way around. I think home two hundred and sixty nine total yards of offense. I think if that turned to a shootout, you guys were able to keep up. I think I think at the end of the day, Philadelphia had 269 total yards of offense. Hertz had 121 passing yards, and as a team, they had 148 rushing yards. Yeah, and I can't believe Cal Shanahan didn't challenge. I'm still pissed off about the Devontae Smith catch on fourth down that was not caught. That he didn't challenge. I couldn't believe he didn't challenge that. Oh, he didn't catch it. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree, he didn't catch it around like immediately because they did score a touchdown off of that. But that's that's old news. I don't like to live in the past. Um, I'm not a Cowboys fan. That that definitely is one game oh. though that that a lot of people are looking forward to. Week 13 at Philadelphia. Yeah, I think that game means way more to the 49ers than it does to the Eagles. But at the same time, that game could have huge that, playoff that, inc- yeah, implications. That, that that could be this deciding factor of who a tiebreaker game. I have you guys losing only because it's away. Really, if it was home, you win. Yeah, there's a chance we may end up having to play the Eagles three times in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And three. Tough place Two. to play. But you can't play them three times. Two times. No, because I'm counting last year in Philly, oh. this year in Philly, and if they're the number one seed, again, have to go to but, but that game would technically be next year in January. Yeah. But anyways, Matt. Yeah. What are you talking about pregame? You want to talk? Oh, about- that—that's your—that's the Niners uh, on your defense. That's your guys' weakest part of your defense, and you guys know it. The secondary is the weakest part of your defense. I do. We always give up yards, yards, and- yards, because yeah. yards don't win games. You bam, but don't break. Win game. I give it that. Once, but when it once, comes, we are great in the red zone. Once we take away, once we get our backs against the wall, we are really good in the red zone, and we're really good about just stopping teams when it matters. 
All right. Is that going to continue against the elite teams though, like Cincinnati, Dallas, oh. Philly? But here's the thing: we always come away with that stop or that turnover or whatever it is when it matters. It's always been as for the last few years. That's been the Niners' defense. Is so. How we, long do you guys think Nick Bosa holds out? No, they're no, already. Me, they're about to sign a. They're yeah. about to sign the rich. Yeah, they're gonna. He's, he's, he's gonna be the highest, that. highest paid, highest paid defensive player in NFL history. Yep. And that's I didn't read that today, but going back to the whole Rogers situation, yeah, Rogers took a pay cut, but we couldn't. We can. We couldn't use that cap on a quarterback because we had to use the cap that we that we got rid of when it came to Garoppolo's contract. We have to turn around and give that to Bosa. There's another reason we couldn't do anything at the quarterback is because we didn't we don't have the cap space. We have way too many people. Like think about it. We got McCaffrey's contract. We got Debo's contract. Kittle's contract. Fred Warner's contract. Um, you got uh, Nick Bosa's contract. If Brock Purdy does well, we're gonna have to somehow sign him. Yeah, okay. but you're not gonna have to worry about signing him. Last year was year one. Yeah, but Ayuk. You have a few more years. Ayuk's contract is coming up. So. There's a lot of money to be spent that we have to do. And it's, yeah. Yeah. I no, just, go, money being, and don't forget about Trent Williams contract. Going, too. Oh yeah. Trent Williams contract. Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Going back to the secondary. I don't know. It's just, I, I see Chardavius Ward and I see him in Kansas city. He got burnt a lot, but this past year he did do good. I think he was, he was six out of the 118th cornerbacks graded. So he, he ended up having a great year this past year, but. He does get burnt here and there a lot, but like Scott said, he doesn't give it the big touchdown play. But outside of that, you have, I mean, right now is what is this guy's name? Lenore. He's, yes, he was yeah. ranked seventy fourth out of one eighteenth. Terrence yeah, Mitchell seventy second out of one eighteenth. Yeah, Isaiah Oliver. Like, I mean, I mean, your I mean, I love your second day. Uh, what's your safety? Uh, Mufanga? Mufanga. Yeah. Mufanga. Oh, he, he's 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 great. But he's it's just Mufanga, can yeah. can the back end. The thing that helps you guys out is your front your front seven. Your front seven. The front seven puts a lot of pressure, so the corners don't have to stay on the island a lot. So, I my mean, thing, I, I, my thing I is they stay healthy, man. And it, it sucks because the Niners always get plagued with injuries. They just you play hard, and I think I've, I've never seen a team more injured than the Niners in the past five, ten, five, ten years. The Niners have the yeah. most injuries, probably if you count all the injuries up on their main team on the main rosters. And we still find ways to win. Exactly. We do. It's, now, it's, okay, it's who gets injured is the question. It's, yeah, you can't lose those key players. I know you guys don't. You guys aren't paying a quarterback, and you guys are gonna give um, uh, what's his name? Bosa. Bosa the the millions that he deserves. Outside of that, what's your guys' window? What do you guys? I see. I, I'm gonna just tell you. I see. There's a window. Um, I honestly think Kyle Shanahan should be on the hot seat. I understand he's been winning all these games, but with this roster he has in hand. From top to bottom on defense and offense, he did the same thing in Atlanta. As an offensive coordinator, he wasn't the fucking head coach. He was calling the plays, like he yeah. is now. Yeah, and dude, where does the 49ers' offense always rank? It comes to the point where you have to show me something more than than no. playoff appearances in the divisional and NFC championship. Coach that has shown that he constantly wins and be like, "Well, get the fuck out of here." That, that, to me, it doesn't work that way. That's I'd say not only with that, but the players. After you extend Bosa. Yeah, so that's no, exactly what's going to After you extend Bosa, what's going to start happening? I mean, I know you don't pay a quarterback, but I think you guys have maybe two-year window, three-year window before you guys yeah. need to start extending a lot more people as far as a Uke. A Uke's yeah. up, I think, in two years. 
I agree. Really that's where I'm going to go. If they're, if they're smart, if they're smart, they do. They Debo do has Ayuk. that big contract that's not worth it. If they're it. smart, they're going to do Ayuk next year. Debo needs to either take a restructure because you're going to have a quarterback that you got to do, whether it be Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, the year after that. But even then, Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, even if Brock Purdy does average this year or he even carries you guys, he's not going to have the numbers to 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 warrant. I want to be the highest paid. No, he's not. Okay. He's not going to get it. He's not no. going to get a huge contract, but it's going to be a lot more than what his rookie contract is. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's why I agree with what Matt was just saying. Like your window is closing. Your guys' window is closing because of all have the you guys players. Like you have a great team. Overall, the Niners are fucking great. You can't pay all those great people. Because I believe Armstead, did you guys extend him? Or Hargrave? Yeah, we I don't think that fucking contract. For yeah. Armstead. Oh, dude. And then Hargrave is going to be up, I think, in two years. I'm looking right now, yeah. Bosa's contract. Two, three years. Yeah, yeah. Ar- Armstead, look, they had to decide between DeForest Buckner and Armstead. Armstead was locked up long-term. I actually think his contract might be up in two years. I think and they made the mistake. The open, Matt, that's actually what I give it. I give it this year. And next year is is what I give unless we hit on some really big rookies elsewhere throughout mm-hmm. the drafts. Um, Kittle has a history of being injured. He plays so hard. I don't know if Kittle can last like how most tight ends yeah. last. Yeah. Like a Kelsey. Uh, oh, he plays, yeah. Yeah, the way he the way he plays. I love the way he plays, but it's Tell not. has to get down, man. Yeah, but yeah. he loves to hit. <laughs> he loves down, to hit. Bro. Yeah. Oh, he's hurt. He's in the gal because he's hurt too much. What I really think we need to do is draft another Debo Samuel, that type of physical guy. And I think ask Debo to restructure his contract down the road. Yeah, yeah he needs to he needs to take money off that because what is he? I think he's top five right now on pay, right? For he is, but over the course of time, you guys gotta remember the cap always goes up and depending. goes up, yeah. I think there I think you were gonna find out how much people really want to stay. And Frisco here, like in the next mm-hmm. couple of years, when some contracts are going to have to get restructured. So, who do you think takes the biggest leap this year? I think it's Brandon and Ayuk. Yeah. Oh, it's Ayuk. Oh, I love Ayuk. Yeah. Right, he's great, man. He's great to watch. He's a great route runner. I love. I love the way he runs the routes, man. He's a great route runner across the field. Middle I know field. Matt's got a little under underrated uh, running back though that he loves. Hey, why don't you free my man over there, Scott? I know you know got some connections over there. Fortunately, and McCaffrey is is fucking god when it comes. Free Jordan Mason. I if you guys, I think you guys could deal without McCaffrey. It wouldn't surprise me to see Mason jump Elijah Mitchell on the depth chart just because of Mitchell's injury history. He's already Mm -hmm. hurt right now, and the Niners are already trying out four or or, are looking at four different running backs. I just I just read an article like two days ago saying Jordan Mason is the RB two or is the backup running back to McCaffrey. He should be. He's he's that man. He is he. I watched him last year. The only he just doesn't have that breakaway speed. People will no. be catching from behind. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Mason. He he's a good pass catcher though. He's he's. he's it sucks. He sits behind the for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, I mean, if 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 McCaffrey, I'm not gonna say it, but if McCaffrey was to miss time with injury, not I'm not saying you know a week or two, I think Mason can be serve. He can be plenty serviceable in that offense. Yeah, for sure. But man, I'm, I'm a little disappointed, man. You were talking so much more shit in the fucking pre lobby, and then we come out. No, I'm just saying. No, oh, I was talking the same shit. It could be good. I don't know. And the bro, yeah, it's, the, you're it's like nine games. I told you guys he does suck. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking. <laughs> he's better than Kaepernick. I told you all. United fans just watch Kaepernick's not. He's not it. 
Look, what I did say about Kaepernick is I said, yeah, that's great that he can run. The NFL is obviously making adjustments. He better learn to pocket, to learn to how throw to the pocket, ball, or he's done. And he didn't <laughs> pocket pass. He just stayed. I, I, yeah, I'll give you one thing. Brock Purdy does throw from the pocket. Like, he yeah, is. Pocket he stands in there and he'll rip it. I, I, I give him that. There. But I just want to see. This team has all the talent in the world to to win a Super Bowl. I just. Yeah. I just feel I, bad that you guys – I'm not even a Niner hater. I've, I've always told Scott, like, the Niners are good. I always project them to win a lot of games. It's just I feel bad that all these years are going wasted with no damn quarterback play. I mean, yeah. had the chance for Brady, I would have just – Yeah. When I, Brady I, was – before he went to Tampa, I would have just gave two first rounds for Brady. I don't give a shit. Give me a Super Bowl. Just win a Super Bowl. Because at the end of the I'm day – back to your hometown of right Santa Clara. Give me a Super Bowl in, in Frisco. It goes down to what do Mike it. said. Mike, you, you're talking – Give that shit up. Oh, it's about the long term. Nobody cares about the long term, Mike. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you think. Yeah. Nobody cares about the long term. Everybody's gonna have to rebuild. We want a fucking Super Bowl. That's like what fans not. want. That's what a, most of the fans want on any team in any sport that exists. You want a super. Or you want a championship. Explain your teeth. This team is. A, they fucking can go to the Super Bowl every year. This team is. They don't a, need a super they're set up for a long. They're set up long term. Okay, no, hold on. That's because of Mahomes. Mahomes is he's he's. Mahomes carries that team. Let's just throw I, that out there. I will say this: as good as the roster was in Philadelphia, right? They were they were probably they're probably a mirror image of the 49ers. They still lost in the Super Bowl. Yeah, because Mahomes is goaded. That was not a holding call. That was bullshit. <laughs> it wasn't. They they ripped us off of a fucking phenomenal ending to that Super Bowl. It would have been a classic. Yeah. Anyways, they yeah, still lost. Look, the the point is is that. You're still gonna have to dethrone one of those big AFC teams yeah. to win a Super Bowl. Even it, here's a little fun stat on that Super Bowl: as good as that defensive line was for Philadelphia, which they ate up shitty teams all year because they put up a bunch of points. They got all this garbage time sacks. Guess how many sacks they had in the Super Bowl? I don't even. I don't one. think they had any, did they? A big. Yeah, fat I mean, that's gonna change this year, though. Fat. Boy, that defense with Fletcher Cox and that who's that rookie they got at number uh, number eight or nine? Oh my goodness! Yeah, now they're gonna be there. You can almost argue the defense might even be a little bit better. Yeah, their defense definitely improved. Definitely improved. So I I see uh, I man, dude, I, I see either Niner. I, I see the Niners NFC Championship. I don't know. Just get, who is it? Eagles or Cowboys playing against you guys? Um. Probably gonna be another Cowboy Niner game, to be honest. I it could even be could even be Detroit, San Francisco. Detroit? No, no, no. Now we're just. Are you serious? That's a far fetched. I don't think I don't, I don't agree with that. I think it's. <laughs> I see Detroit making it. I can see Detroit making it, winning one no, game, I, maybe. I'm just saying, I could see Detroit and San Francisco playing each other in the playoffs. Like, oh, okay, my bad. I thought you said NFC Championship. I can I can literally see. Yeah, not the NFC Championship. I can no, literally championship, see. Eagles are gonna be in championship. Barring injuries, Eagles will be in the champ, NFC Championship. Here's I would like to see a rematch with you guys. I would like to see that rematch. I can see it, an exact replica of what happened last year can happen this year. Yeah. The one the one thing about the Eagles that I'm looking for, I, I want to see is that now they they are – nothing taken away from the Eagles. They were great last year. They were, they were definitely a top three team. But, man, they were able to just walk through their schedule. Now they got some tough games finally this year. Uh, you can even argue Dallas is a better team this year, and they're going to have to play Dallas twice. I do think Dallas is going to take one of those games, but 
if Jalen Hurts were to go down. Oh, don't say that. Oh, bro. Okay. Jalen goes down. Can they still be a top tier team? No. Without- no. Why not? No, but I mean, that's like, because they don't have, that's the thing. They have an elite team, but look at their backup. Their backup's not even average. Oh, no. Well, Nick Sirianni, I know, dude, no. He's still got A.J. Brown. Look, at, if if Matt thinks Mike White can carry can carry the load in Miami for a while, why cannot, why can't someone be oh. throwing A.J. Brown and, and, and Smith? Are you, are you talking about a full year hurt injury or are you talking like a couple I'm, weeks? Four, four or five weeks. Oh yeah, no, yeah. For five weeks, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Really, I thought you said the whole season. season. No, yeah, I thought you said the whole no, season. I, I was like, no. <laughs> okay, Hurts runs a lot. Let's just say he gets a high ankle sprain. He's gonna God. miss five weeks. <laughs> Why do you keep? You know what? That that's a fucking that is that's a fucking you're you're mad about last year. We don't year's talk stuff. fantasy here, I'm but not Jesus. Mad about last year, we got fucking beat. I accept. Jalen Hurts. I didn't the, say anything. His name is Scott Hadley. <laughs> Look, Matt just worried because Matt Matt's all about fantasy I just, football. I just traded for him, man. Fucking Fuck. stuck. Oh, they you, do. You want to do a trade, Matt? I have. Fuck. All right, guys, go. I finish one. <laughs> hey, no, check this out, Tony. In the other dynasty, me and Matt are, are <laughs> Trevor Lawrence and Jalen and Jalen Hurts. We swapped. Oh, Who Trevor did? Lawrence is a bad man. Who did? Me and Matt did. Collusion. And a player to be named later. (laughs) That's Tony's nickname. It's fucking collusion. Everything. To get back to your Niners, I want to I want to add one more thing. I think I saw the connection. No, I saw the connection between um Purdy and Kittle. If they get Kittle and unlock him in this offense, stop getting that man to block. I know he's one of the great pass blockers in the NFL. Get that man in the Kittle had a down year last year too. Yeah, but he, he had 11 touchdowns, and I think he his took off when were there, his yardage wasn't. Yeah, look, it's because there's a lot of weapons around. He doesn't have to be a fucking don't. 80 reception tight end. No, look, no, no, he don't. I'm not saying that. Right, the big games, I'm, I'm get that man the ball. Telling Mike that, like, oh, oh. That's, no, no, I know. I, the problem is that people get so caught up in stats. It's not always about the stats. It's what you can help your other teammates accomplish. By taking Which is him pancaking up. people. Yeah, open yeah. up. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's, it's just like when you look at the Philadelphia's offense. It's, it's a pick your poison. You're trying to take away A.G. Brown. You're trying to take away Smith. Like, you run them both down the field. Hurts is going to run on you. It, it's just, it's the same thing with the 49ers offense. It's like, okay, you got to take away, are you going to try to take away Debo's, you know, yak yards, Kittle, another yak yard king. You have McCaffrey in the backfield. You know, you get him in the open field and it's trouble. You got Brandon Ayuk who's who's moving into elite route running. Um, You don't have to worry about individual stats. It's just any one of those guys can carry your team any given week, and that's what it's about. You know, like you just mentioned the 11 touchdowns. Obviously, Kittle was a huge threat in the red zone. Purdy threw a lot to him in the red zone. And that's what he should be used as. Now I know Matt, mm-hmm. you you're you're arguing about you know don't have him blocked so much, dude. He the problem is that he's so good. No, he's and, the best. And we are a run yeah. first offense. You know, yeah. regardless of what we have, the Niners are a run first offense. Bottom line, yeah. we, everything is built off of the run. 
So I understand that. You guys should have went out there, signed a great pass blocking tight end, and let this man eat up the middle. But I mean, who am Imagine I, right? Hmm? Imagine him in the slot. <sighs> yeah. And I would say this if if Brock Purdy unlocks his true potential, it's going to be because of George Kittle. If he stays healthy on the field, because we all know Kittle gets nicked up here and there. The, like Mike said and Scott said, the way he plays this man, he does not, he will see the sideline, you see the safety, safety, you're going down. I'm not going out. And the Niners did take a tight end round three. They did, but yeah. here, here's another thing. And got, another one round seven, but I know it's late. If Brock Purdy's going to reach that potential, it's going to be because George Kittle and George Kittle going off. And a little bit of you can, you know, everybody else, but Kittle's going to be the main guy. Now, here's something, guys. I was a little disappointed that Matt and Tony didn't mention. I was waiting for one of you guys to announce. What helps Brock's Purdy development is the defense he gets to practice against. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's actually. Most definitely. Yeah. So he's, he's going up against the top three defense every day in practice. Now when he steps on the field and he plays teams like the Rams and the Cardinals, like dominate him. You know what I mean? Well, that, yeah, that, that, like he needs to show that he can do that. Like, right? With it with the game time decision where where it matters, like practice whatever. Like you got you got Garoppolo throwing fucking seven interceptions in two days. You got you got Dak Prescott throwing interceptions in practice. I don't hear that about Brock Purdy, but I don't know how hard he's going out there against that defense in that practice, you know? He's, Dude, he's been clear. He's fully cleared. I know he's fully cleared, but how hard is he going? I don't think he should be going hard. I think they should be taking it light. They have, he's been chucking the ball down. Fuck the- no. You got to open that shit up. You got to see what you got, yeah. man. But they already said he's not playing preseason game one. Yeah. He plays. To be honest, I don't know if he even plays a preseason game. He he might maybe. I know you. He needs to go in at least for a series. Is is third? Yeah, maybe a couple series. The third game, but um. I don't know. Hey, one other thing, I know Matt, you were talking about the the Niners' weakness on defense um, being the secondary. We didn't talk about it either. Niners lost Jimmy Ward, who was mm-hmm. their veteran. No, right. hold on. You're kidding, yeah. right? No, no, no. It was all right. It's it's your not, brother, Scott. Listen, listen. What I'm saying, it's not necessarily his stats, but it's his veteran presence and leadership in the locker room with that secondary. Did you not pay attention to Emmanuel Mosley? The dude was freaking dude. I was so disappointed that they let him walk to Denver. Denver's gonna fall in love with him. That guy was one of the most underrated cornerbacks in the NFL. That that he is solid. Solid. And I know you're doing all this, Matt, but go watch tape on him. And you're gonna be you're Oh, I didn't say anything. I'm yeah, just saying that because fucking like, Denver's gonna fucking shit all over you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that fucking defense, dude. The Raiders, holy you're fucking moly. last in our division. I hate to say it, bro. That Denver uh, defense, I swear. I think we've we've lingered on. Oh the- no! Before we end it, I would let me end it one more time. Okay, make it quick. Is Trey Lance gone after this year? If Brock Purdy takes the Niners to the four, to the yes to the playoffs as a top two seed, and he looks like mirror image of what he was last year. I think the 49ers need to let him go somewhere else because he needs he's he's talented enough that he deserves a shot somewhere. And it's not going to yeah. unfortunately sure. with the things that happened I feel really bad for him like and I understand that we gave up a lot of draft capital but at the end of the day if you feel you're better with your 7th rounder than your 1st rounder 
You got to do it. You gotta, it is, I think yeah. some teams get it's so business. stuck on, well, we gave up all this draft for capital, the guy, yeah. but if he's not performing. How much, how much draft capital do you think you get for him? Yeah. Not much because they were trying to they were trying to shop him last year. They're probably going to get a third round pick for him. Maybe maybe a desperate team will give you a second rounder. No matter what, we're not getting back what we traded for him. It, yeah. Do you but, think they trade him? If Purdy is doing good up into the trade deadline, do you think they trade him this year? You want to know what? That was what I was going to say. No. Uh, trade deadline. When is trade deadline? Beginning of November? November, like week seven. 13th. It can't be week time. seven. Week seven is October 23rd. Let me see. It's like no, beginning of November. It's always the beginning of November. I think it's week eight or week nine. Let me bet that. Give me yeah, I think it's after it's week October, eight. No, it's October 31st. Yeah, it's after week eight. Oh, it is week eight. Yeah, yeah whatever. Week eight. Yeah. I actually, okay. Going into Tony's scenario, I have the Niners at that point at seven and one. Well, I think at that point you got to protect your ass if you're the Niners. If something happened to Purdy, well, if if there's teams that are calling, do the Niners them. trade them? No, I don't. I don't. Well, listen to this. They're actually saying Sam Darnold might leapfrog Trey Lance. I was just going to point that out, guy. I just saw it on the depth chart. Yeah, yeah they're, they're saying Sam Darnold's been doing good. Yeah. And uh, you got to remember, Sam Darnold was a first-round draft pick. It's, it's not like he's like out, but, I mean, he hasn't performed very well. But, but going back to what Matt says, quarterback, any quarterback you can put in our system. Yeah, so I think Trey Lance could possibly get traded. If if we're healthy we're and we're doing things and someone offers, like, let's say a second-round pick, uh, even someone in the AFC, I, 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 I think you owe it to Lance to let him walk and and prove it. I I don't like seeing him wasted yeah, yeah. on the bench. I, I just yeah. they, they're not doing him any justice. Especially if we're gonna have him third 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 pick. Now by the way, another another um another rule change to and I wish this had happened I, I know what you're getting to is you can now carry a third quarterback oh, without yeah. being penalized a roster spot. At like a third that. active quarterback yeah, so as far as the Niners, we've always just carried two quarterbacks. Um, now we're going to be able to have that third out there, and um, we'll see. We'll see if, if that ends up – hopefully it doesn't come down to that, but you never know. With you the never... Niners, you do never know. <laughs> you really don't. Hey, before in the podcast, um, let's get the little Javante William news. How in the hell is this man doing this? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm actually scared for the guy. Like I yeah, I started thinking that the other day. And compete, but man, like I tell you what, if okay, if he ends up getting hurt like immediately in the preseason, if I'm that doctor. I'm I'm just gonna put in my papers. Resign. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> you have to. You have to, bro. I think they're pushing him way. Too he's fast. taking pre. He's gonna not play preseason week one, but he's playing preseason week two. Yeah, That's preseason week two. They're putting Russell Wilson in preseason. It's a new coach. It's a new scheme. They're new trying to just get reps. Yeah, but Sean Payton, he's going to test them out. All right, you, you make or break. I say you make or break in preseason. Not make or tear. <laughs> oh, God. You yeah. got on wood, Mike. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just wanted to see Matt's reaction. But, yeah, that's, that's the news. Besides that, what, well, Kareem Hunt visited New Orleans today. I not, think that would be much. Yeah, three games, three game suspension for uh, Kamara. Kamara. I, 
I think Kareem Hunt would be a great signing. I, I, I think he still has it in him. I mean, he did well as a backup in in in, in uh, Cleveland for a long time, and I think he had his he, he has it in him to still be above average. And yeah, so, that's pretty much well. it as far as news. Who's gonna be the fir- who's gonna be and it's another week and another no uh, running back signed. Who's who's gonna be the the dominant the running back that signs? I think Dalvin Cook goes first, but at to where I don't know, man. I honestly have no clue. If I'm he was gonna he go to the, if he was going to the Jets, I think he would have signed already. Yeah, yeah I'm hearing he really wants there. to go to Miami, but well, we'll see. We shall see. All right, guys. Well, let's yeah. Go ahead. Up then. So. Uh, for everyone tuning in, thank you. We appreciate all of the viewership that we've been getting. Um, I know this was a really long podcast. Uh, it'll probably be another long one the next two weeks because, I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot to talk about next week. Well, we got the AFC North, right? AFC North, yeah. Yeah, AFC North, AFC North. Talk about a division. That's probably the best division in football. And as, as far as all four teams – being having a winning record capable of making the playoffs let's, let's yeah uh, i want all four teams i think could win nine games yeah minimum. technically i don't know we're gonna find out maybe that'd be something that we disagree on i don't know yeah okay. I, I think three of the four but we'll, we'll talk about it next week i think steelers are a big question mark for me but everybody else yeah pickens hey Matt. <laughs> fuck you i didn't hate on your niners i hate brock Purdy. Nah, but that was just for before. Oh. That was before we I'm going to put you guys on timeout. That was for that Pickens card? Beep. All right. So, anyways. <laughs> wow. It's now our 25. Let's get out of here. Thank you again to everyone that, uh, that's been watching and been following us. Uh, we got some announcements coming up in the next two weeks. We do have some future partnerships uh, coming coming up. So, we're, we're get those announcing. Me and Lucky, we'll, we'll jump on probably a separate podcast and uh, do those announcements. But, yeah, b- big things coming for Jim and 10 Sports. And, uh, and new po- I thought, new, podcast, sorry, seri- new podcast series, too, that you didn't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Oh, yeah. I'll announce that next week, like, at the beginning, so people can yeah. so people listen yeah. to that. I'll, I'll announce that from the get-go. We're, we're, we're talking about that. Me and Lucky actually recorded um, some uh, stuff last night, and I, I we talked about that a little bit. But we're, we're do the full announcement uh, maybe next week before we jump into the podcast. But again, thank you for everyone for listening. Thanks to the my three amigos right here, and uh, we will see you guys all next week with the AFC North. Pickens, see ya. See ya. Pickens. <laughs>